0: Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the ultimate classic rock podcast with a new episode released every single day. I'm Paul Stevenson, thanks as always for hitting play. Now today is November the 26th and we start in 1989 when on this day the first airing of the famous MTV Unplugged series happened. The acoustic showcase featured Squeeze and Elliot Easton on episode 1. Going way back to 1955 next, and on this day, Bill Haley's Rock Around the Clock became the first rock and roll record to hit number one in the UK. On this day in 1976, former guest on the show Kevin Godley and his bandmate Lol Cream left 10cc to start as a duo, Godley and Cream. On this day in 1971, Yes released their fourth album, Fragile. It's the first record with Rick Wakeman on keyboards and includes the tracks Long Distance, "Runaround," and "Runabout." About. And a huge birthday wishes. 83 of them, in fact, are being sent to the legend Anna Mae Bullock, who was born on this day in 1939. The legend that is Tina Turner is 83 today. Happy birthday, Tina. Fantastic stuff. But for today's episode, we're looking at a mega-selling album which peaked on the UK chart on this day in 1977. Yes, on this day 45 years ago, ELO's mega-selling double album, Out of the Blue, peaked on the UK album charts at number four. Although it didn't reach the top spot over here, it would still go platinum and sell by the bucket load around the world with sales of over 10 million worldwide. The album contained the big hits Turn to Stone, Sweet Talking Woman and of course the masterpiece Mr Blue Sky. Now, on episode 40 of Vintage Rock Pod, I interviewed ELO, founding member. He was with ELO and The Move, which became ELO, from 1966 to 1986. And I'm going to play you a short clip of Bev Bevan speaking about this record.
2: We based ourselves in, in Musicland Studios in Munich, uh, which Queen later later used. Uh, I and mean, it was Donna Summer's studio, too. And... <laughs> we just spent weeks and weeks there but jeff loved recording um and out of the blue i, I that was a follow-up to new world record i think yeah. uh, and the idea as, as far as i know we were just going to make another album but jeff just couldn't stop writing great songs <laughs> and, and it ended up a double album and probably the best album that we ever made and what was
0: your reaction when you first heard what he'd come up with for, for that record, Out of the Blue? Because, like you said, that was phenomenal, 10 million-plus record sales and platinum all over the world.
2: It, it, we, it was such a layered process. You know, Jeff would just bring a song and play us the tune, and very often the, there weren't even any lyrics or just a couple. Okay. So, and then we I would started by putting a, a fairly simple drum track down because I, I used to double track the drums, which is why I got it's quite a unique sound. And and then we put on the bass and, and, and keyboards and guitar and, and maybe violin solo and probably more and more keyboards and then a massive orchestra. So, you know, from a tiny acorn <laughs> came this oak tree
0: yeah the wonderful Bev Bevan there you can hear the full interview with Bev as I said on episode 40 of Vintage Rock Part. he's got some great stories about the band being sued by the British Prime Minister walking around the streets with a replica H-bomb Jeff Lynne and his time in Black Sabbath of course give it a listen that's episode 40 but that's it for November twenty I'll be back tomorrow with another This Day Rocks so until then